the place of power that we have as human beings is the moment we tap into our deepest essence. It's so helpful to understand who you are, what really drives you, what motivates you so that you can really begin to build your business in a way that feels very aligned to who you truly are, not who you think you should be or who people tell you you should be. You are not broken. You are totally enough. And focus on what's right with you because that is where your limitless possibility lies. Yet another episode of the Next Level on Purpose podcast. My aim is to ensure that each episode is filled with so much juice and that you feel genuinely motivated, inspired, and energized for your week. And this week, I have an amazing guest, somebody who I really, really admire. Not only do I admire her, but she has contributed significantly to some shifts in my life. And I just want to introduce her. But before I introduce my guest, I want to say this. Your next level on purpose is something that you only can name. Nobody else can say what your next level on purpose looks like. And my guest today will share what her next level looks like. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce my amazing guest. My guest today is Emma O'Brien. She is a strengths and mindset coach and rapid transformational therapist. Emma helps women in business dismantle doubt, claim their strengths, and build their beliefs so they can step into the mission that's calling to them. Welcome to the podcast, Emma. Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to be here with you. It's such an honor to have you. And I believe that as a mindset coach and uh, helping people with their rapid transformational therapy and all the amazing work that you do, is that where you started? Did you just, were you born doing this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not the sort of thing that you say, when I grow up, I want to be. Um, Yeah, no, it was it was a very different journey to get to where I am. And um, I think that's true of many, many women that step out of corporate life and into their own business. Um, Something calls to them. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to share with you what that was for me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, You know, I believe you were in a corporate job you shared with me, but I don't want to go ahead of myself. Tell us about your corporate background. So my background is in human resources and organizational design and development. And I began my career. I knew I wanted to be involved in working with people. But that was about it. <laughs> and um, I was very much guided with what by what I thought I should be doing. You know, what would 
bring me a good income? What would create a good lifestyle for myself and, you know, in the future, my family? And that was driving a lot of my decisions. And so I qualified um, professionally uh, within HR. And then I specialized in something called reward management, which is basically managing the pay and benefits and bonus schemes within companies. And I just had my head down, qualifying, getting experience, you know, moving from one job to another to build my way up the ladder. And um, yeah, and that was how I kind of approached things really until I got to my early 30s. What happened when you got to your early 30s? (laughs) Well, I realized that I'd spent all that time, money, energy, and effort getting to that point. And I realized I was miserable. I I just felt like I'd painted myself into a corner because here I was earning the salary, all the great benefits, um, worked for a great company, but I just felt something was so wrong inside. You know, I didn't feel like I fitted in. I didn't think it was the right job for me. And I also was very worried that I wouldn't be able to do anything else. You know, I want to chip in here because um, those of you who follow the podcast, it's literally like Emma is reading out from my script. When I was in my corporate job, the, the only difference here was I truly genuinely loved my job. But I knew that I had reached the peak and the ceiling and it was very frustrating for me to imagine a life outside of that job. Because for 15 years, 14 and a half years, I had built my life around that job. You know, my business cards, my identity, my everything rotated around that job. And every time I imagined that it's time for me to make the big leap into what? I would immediately freeze. Did you have moments, Emma, where you're like, you know what, I would rather stay with the devil that I know than trust the angel that I do not? Did you have such thoughts? I did. I think at that time I hadn't entertained the idea of my own business. Um, It was very much that I just felt that something wasn't right. And to be honest, I I pushed it down and I ignored it. And I carried on. And I thought there was just something wrong with me, you know, Um, and I couldn't really work out what it was. And what ended up happening was my, I got pregnant with my son around the same time. And that enabled me to have a break from work. Um, It enabled me to sort of say, look, what's important in my life now you know, and it gave me that space, but it was terrifying at the same time because I had no clue what else I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to work. I knew there was so much I could give, but I didn't really know what direction that was going to go in. So here you are with your brand new baby. Here you are, and I can only imagine the emotions and the thoughts that are going through your mind that how am I going to leave this little new baby to go back to work? And again, you have all the thinking space, don't you? Because you're at home, you're not doing much. So I want to hear from you now. Here's the baby. You're thinking that what next for me? What followed next, Em? Yeah, so I was... I was really, I decided to be brave. 
I, I, would de- I decided to speak to my manager about the situation I'd found myself in. And it was a leap of faith because um, she was a brand new manager that came in whilst I was on maternity leave. And I didn't know what she was like and she didn't know me. And I remember her, it was just such a gift to me that she came into my life at that moment because I shared with her that I didn't feel I was in the right job. I shared that I wanted to come back part-time and she turned around and said to me, what are your strengths? Mm. (laughs) And I have to admit, I had no clue. I didn't know how to answer that question. It was the first time somebody had really asked me that. And I felt a bit embarrassed, if I'm honest, because I thought, you know, it seems so obvious to me now. But back then, it was... So how did you then find out what your strengths are? Well, I was so fortunate to work for an organisation that really valued um, people um, development. And I was able to take a strengths test. So I took the Gallup uh, Clifton Strengths Finder test. And um, that just opened my eyes completely. It was like, I didn't know who was standing there in the mirror before that point, you know? Yes. It it just gave me so much insight about myself that I had no idea about before. And it it really opened my eyes to... um, why I had been so miserable. It answered so many questions for me. Of course, I was in the wrong job. Of course, that didn't suit me. And once I had an explanation, there wasn't actually anything wrong with me. Yes. That really helped me. It really did help me a lot. And um, one of the, 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 the tragic things I think about the situation I'd been in, and it was a combination of not following my heart's desire and also being quite sleep deprived when I went back to work after having my my child, um, I was actually quite depressed. I was diagnosed with depression, and when I took the strengths assessment, I I really do credit that with one of the pieces that was so instrumental in helping me move forward from that space in a much more positive way. Um, I didn't have all the answers. I didn't know exactly where I was heading, but I knew that this was going to give me the information to be able to make decisions on a day by day, moment by moment basis that were going to be more aligned with who I was in my heart. You know, yeah, I was speaking to a client just before we jumped on this course, on this call, and I mentioned to her the place of power that we have as human beings is the moment we tap into our deepest essence. When we get into the core of who we are, and that's what it seems to have come out through your strengths finding exercise, that you got to the deepest core of who you really are. You found your passions, you found your creativity, you found your innovativeness, you found your ability to make decisions. Like there was a fire that was lit up in you. So how did this then lead to you making a decision to become a coach? I'm I'm very curious. How did the coaching then come in? So one of the directions in which I was able to take my corporate career was into the realm of change and organizational change. And it was brilliant because I was able to use my um, 
I have a, a, a great sort of tendency uh, with my futuristic talent theme to help leaders to envision what their future might look like, how they might want to design their business um, or their part of the business and really start to map that out create a vision that their people can follow, but then also to work with them to help bring their people along with that change. And that was very much what my role became, helping them to envision that and helping them to manage the change. And so I got really fascinated with learning all about change and transformation. And I needed to have great coaching skills to work with the people that I was working with to help them get through very tricky, messy, complicated, sometimes emotionally um, fraught situations. So that was really um, the start of that new, much more positive direction, a direction that was aligned with my strengths. And through learning the, the things that I did about change and transformation and coaching, I was able to apply a lot of that stuff to myself I had to learn a lot about who I am and what I've been bringing into situations and about how my own mind worked, particularly in needing to overcome the depression. And so the two things combined really ignited a mission within me because for people that are experiencing depression, there's very often not the resources or support available to them to help them really overcome it. Because when we think about, and as I understand now more about it, very often the cause of depression is not following your heart's desire and the harsh, critical words that we say to ourselves, our self-talk, our self-dialogue. And we can make ourselves, you know, the problem, if you like, but we can also be the solution. And so it was really understanding the mind and the role I'd played in my own depression, if you like, that made me really want to help other people. And so I took this fascination and all my training in change leadership and transformation and understanding more about resilience and how the mind works and wanted to help more people. And so I started up my own coaching business on the side, really, helping people trying to juggle confidence uh, resilience, um, trying to be a mom, trying to juggle the job and not feeling good enough in anything. <laughs> and I really wanted to help those people who were just like me. <laughs> so you started with it as part-time, like a side hustle. I did, absolutely. So how did you then make it full-time? Because most people keep side hustles, side hustles indefinitely. Yeah. So how, you, how did you make the move to making it full-time? It was really when I trained in hypnosis and knew that I was able to help people transform their issues really quickly. Quickly. Mm. I think coaching enabled me to get help people get so far, but I always felt there was something that we couldn't, couldn't quite get to. And of course, when we think about how much we do with subconscious, you know, 95, 97% of our actions and decisions are run by our subconscious mind. You know, that's that's the big player here. That's the part of us that is keeping us stuck and we don't realize it. Or, 
you know, um, hold, have, keeping us small or holding on to um, beliefs or patterns that aren't serving us. And so as soon as I knew that I had a, a method, a process that I could work with people using that would get them the results I really wanted them to get, that was when I knew I could and I had more confidence that I could um, develop uh, a business from that. Yeah, and one of the things I've learned as I've worked with women who are deciding to build businesses, whether a side hustle or looking for a way to transition from their corporate job to launching a business, there are three things that come up all the time. And the first one that I usually hear is the imposter syndrome. They always are like, you know, I do not feel worthy or they will find out later that I'm not, I'm a fraud, you know, and all this is the imposter syndrome. A second thing that I found that is very common with uh, my ladies is fear of the unknown or any fear, like, how will I do this? I've been doing this for so long in the corporate space. Am I sure that I'm going to succeed? So they're scared of stepping out of the comfort zone. They're very scared of what's on the other side because remember, in the corporate or professional space, they have all these perks. You know, they're getting medical, private medical cover. They have a retirement fund. They have some, you know, company car. Their mobile phones are paid for and all these other things that come with the job. And many people are like, I don't, I'm not sure I really want to relinquish that. And then the third thing that I've also found a lot of the women struggle with is believing in themselves and believing that they have the power, the capability to be able to pull it off. And as a strength coach, uh, you know, doing mindset work and rapid transformational therapy, which I want you to share a little because most people may not know what that is. Please share with us how you use these tools to help your clients. Yeah. So we've, we've talked a little bit already about strengths. So I'll start there. So I work with um, business owners and leaders to really help them understand their own strengths. So as I've already talked about, I use um, an assessment called the Clifton Strengths um, Assessment, and that helps people to tune in, just like I did, to be able to see that person they are and understand the gifts that you have within you. I think when you do that, um, whether you're still in corporate or whether you're in your own business, it enables you to be more discerning about how to move forward in your life and in your business, how to navigate the challenges that come up and how to really understand yourself and know yourself outside of any other context. Because when we're in a corporate context, we, are, we have an identity you know, there's structure around us. There are policies, procedures, rules, culture. Yes. You know, and we are existing within that. And our performance, what we deliver, who we are, how we show up, is impacted by that. And when you go out into the, you know, the business world, it's so helpful to understand who you are what really drives you, what motivates you so that you can really begin to build your business in a way that feels very aligned to who you truly are, not who you think you should be 
or who people tell you you should be, but who you really are. And I think that that's kind of the number one thing that, you know, around the strength piece of, of work that I do. Um, rapid transformational therapy and hypnotherapy really helps people to overcome the limitations that they place upon themselves, mm-hmm. you know, that they may not even realize. So many of us will have picked up messages about ourselves growing up that simply aren't true, yes. you know, that keep our talents hidden or that make us feel that being visible is unsafe or that success is for other people and not for us, or that maybe I can't have a successful business because no one in my family did. There are so many messages and beliefs that we form as very young children that then guide how we operate and what we are able to achieve as as an adult. And, um, And so rapid transformational therapy really helps us to unpick and understand those subconscious beliefs and change them very, very quickly. <laughs> you know, as a beneficiary of your services with the strengths work, I think it's imperative that we do this work because I'm, and you know, shameless plug for Emma, but I'm going to say it straight up. Many people look at what their weaknesses are and focus on that. They focus on what's not working. They focus on you know, everything other than their strengths. And when Emma and I sat down to look at my strengths, I realized that this is where I need to be leveraging on. And doing the assessment for myself, it was very evident that when I'm operating in my strengths, I'm shining. When I'm operating from my strengths, I'm in a state of flow. When I'm operating from my strengths, I'm able to even see, like, for example, one of the areas that came up very clearly was I'm a learner. I love to learn. But now coming from a strengths perspective, I'm like, that's a good thing. And it's an amazing thing. But I also have to be aware that I I can end up learning more, becoming a continuous learner, that I end up consuming more than I'm creating. So I was able to look at it and and see that, "Mm, yes, I love to learn, but I want the delicate balance between my learning and being able to create, to innovate and use that knowledge that I'm, I'm gathering to be able to help other people. So I agree, operating from your strengths is absolutely critical in helping you, especially uh, in the launching of a business. There is a unique purpose and divine calling that only you can feel in this world. As a trailblazing professional, it is very likely that you are extremely gifted. You have a lot of talents, skills, and experiences that you bring to the table. You are multi-passionate and have lots and lots of bright ideas and amazing contributions to share with the world. But sometimes you feel very overwhelmed as you're not too sure where to start and what to focus on. You need a clear strategy and a step-by-step action plan to support you. Do not worry, I get it. Why? Because I was there. Your purpose is as unique as you are and will definitely evolve as you move through life. And sometimes it's the most unconventional path that could lead you to your true north. 
This journey can sometimes be very hazy and ambiguous, and you'll find that you desire to have someone who gets it, a companion on this journey, someone objective, not judgmental, but knowledgeable, someone who took their own leap of faith into the unknown and came out safely on the other side to walk closely with you, someone compassionate, but also unbiased, who can really help you see your areas of strength and help you figure out what and where to pay attention to, help you see your blind spots and what to leverage on in whichever season of life you're in. If you're serious about creating your life by design, not by default, then let's speak. Please go to the show notes and you'll find a link to schedule your 30-minute complimentary clarity call with me. Go on, do it. Best decision you will make. I also want to hear from you, Emma. What's the most important mindset shift that you've learned about entrepreneurship? And before you answer, I'll tell you, for me, uh, it was understanding that an entrepreneurial mindset and a corporate mindset are very different. You know, I walked in thinking that, as you said, the rules, the culture, you know, all those things that come with being employed, the blue tape, all that, I came with it into my business. And for so long, I was waiting to be given permission to do things because in corporate, you're always looking for permission from people. And then I realized I'm going to wait to be given permission from who? Nobody. It's my business. I'm the one calling the shots. And I can tell you, for a very long time, I remained very shackled in my corporate mindset. I had to realize very quickly that if my business was to do well or if I was to get success in my business, I had to unlearn some of the things that I had learned in the corporate setting. And that's why it's so necessary to do the mindset work. So back to the question for you, what's the important mindset shift you got when you transitioned into full-time entrepreneurship? I am smiling so much because it absolutely is the permission Um the permission mindset that needs to shift, you know, all of a sudden you are responsible for bringing in business. And I think the other thing as well is getting over yourself when it comes to charging for your services. You know, you just have to start, you just have to go for it and um, get going, you know, get the momentum going because without any momentum, you're going nowhere. And so it, it is really about you know, not waiting for permission, not waiting to feel ready, but just getting going. Um, and then you can build momentum and things start happening. If you wait to feel ready, you are never going to get anywhere. You will be messing about with logos and websites and stuff that's and Canva <laughs> and Canva and all of the things and doing more courses and, you know, learning more things and not actually getting out there. I was talking with one of my mentors um, last week and, and he was saying, you know, that one of the most common phobias is the fear of failure. And we all know that, right? We're so scared of failing. You know, some people are scared of success as well, but really what is, what is underneath our fear is something so extreme that if we entertain it, you know, most people just stop at the fear. They feel the fear and then they stop and it 
and it makes them want to shrink and hide and not do the thing. (laughs) But if you shine a light on your fear, if you're prepared to go fearwards and see what's underneath that, then you get to see that actually where your mind's gone to is something really so extreme, it's never going to happen. You know, it's usually that you're you're going to die or that you're going to be rejected and abandoned and end up all alone. Neither of those things are going to happen to you with the things you're you're fearful of in business. You won't die. You won't be abandoned. (laughs) Um, Yet we operate as if that's the case. So I think that's a big tip is to know that you're going to have fear come up and get used to that. Get curious about it shine a light on it and go towards it, go fearwards, as I say, and explore what that's about. Because getting your fear into perspective and being able to take action anyway is um, a huge thing that we have to get to grips with, I think. I think there's this book, uh, uh, book by Susan Jeff Farris, I believe, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. It sounds so cliche, but there's no other way. You know, even for me launching this podcast, I, I was so fearful about it. I was thinking, oh, would, will I have the capacity amongst all the other things that I'm doing to launch the podcast? Where am I going to get podcast guests? Where am I going to... And all these things were just secondary, though are not even relevant. But my mind took me to places that it shouldn't even have gone. And I can tell you, I just got my mic, looked for a podcast coach, And just started. And now we've been doing our episodes every single week, but I had to do it in spite of the fear. I had to do it in spite of my unbelief or lack of confidence in in what it is that I was doing. I had to do it even without knowing what I was doing. And now I can tell you for a a fact that all those things I was scared of, M and my audience, nothing, none of them has happened. I want to hear from you, Emma, about what it really takes to run a business. Because most people paint entrepreneurship like, oh, you'll just launch a business, clients will come running in from all over the world and they're going to come and pay you premium prices and you're going to just enjoy life on the on the beach sipping margaritas and lead this nomad online lifestyle that could be true to some extent, but people don't really say the truth about entrepreneurship. And one thing I love about you is because you work with entrepreneurs. Please talk to us about what it really takes to launch a business straight up from your heart. Straight from my heart, the word dogged determination. <laughs> dogged determination, yes. I I remember a manager of mine um, saying that that was one of my uh, qualities that he noticed in me at at work. And I thought, gosh, you know, I've been reflecting on my own business journey and thinking that that determination that I will not stop um, is what's seen me through, you know, Um, that and something that's being passionate about the thing that you're doing, you know. Because I think for some of us, um, it depends on your business, you know, what your business is. But for many of us, um, women in business, we want to do something that lights our heart up, you know, that is an expression of us, our values, what we believe in. And I think to a lot of extent, 
that is what fuels us and keeps us going. It's like we couldn't stop even if we wanted to, because that fire is just part of us. And we either amplify ourselves and make the impact and impression in the world that we came on the planet to have, or we don't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And not doing it is not an option. Not doing it is not an option. Exactly. It's not an option because there's nothing worse than regret. I think about some of the things in my life that I had said I would have wanted to do. Of course, I can do anything I want to do right now. But there are some things that I look back. I remember I went once we went for a team building exercise, you know, when I was in my corporate job. And it required us to walk across two very thin wires, very high in the ground. I forget what it was called. And everybody, one after the other, was going and when it came to my turn I was frozen I could not move I had all these insecurities around will the two wires support my weight what if I fall and die what if I break a bone how do I look uh, walking across the thing to other people who are down there is my bum too big you know all minor thoughts came to my head and I'm very sad to report Um, that I did not do it. And I look back so many years later and I'm like, why did I not do it? What would I have been talking about today if I did it? And regret is such a bad thing because it follows you. Mm. You know, that was such a long time ago, but I remember that experience like yesterday. And I keep asking myself, what if I did it? What if I, because I've done very, very many things. But that one thing I did not do is I keep asking myself, what would have that experience been like? Yes, I can mimic that experience in a different way, but it will never be that, if you know what I mean. And that's why it's so important for us to just believe in ourselves and just go and do the thing. Go do the damn thing. You're not going to die. You're not going to hurt anybody what you're going to do is build into your arsenal of power you're just going to add more to your life so that's i just wanted to share that and i want to hear from you and what's the most important personality trait or strength that someone working in your industry needs in the mindset uh rtt line what is the most important personality trait that's interesting, isn't it? I haven't, I've not had that question leveled to me before. I mean, I think the thing is, is, is I don't believe that there is any one sort of talent theme or personality trait for any given job, because I think, or, or, or vocation or profession, because yes. one of the examples that I love to give is that, you know, both a squirrel and a pigeon can both get to the top of a tree, but they do it so differently. So I think the thing is, is for people to know and understand what they, how they use what they have, their gifts and talents to help people create the outcomes. So, you know, within, within my work, it's, it's about how do I use my um, talent themes and my strengths, and my gifts and my qualities to help my clients achieve their outcomes? And how do I help people understand 
who I am so they can make a good decision about, am I the right person to work with? And I think that's more important than having a particular set of traits because so many of us get caught up in this business world. So for example, business coaches, how many business coaches are out there? There are so many people who do that. Now they are going to have their own unique talents and strengths because we are all unique. Um, And so it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Why don't we get to know what those are so that we can understand, are they the right business coach for us? Are they teaching a strategy that's going to fit with who I am and my talents and strengths? Um, Rather than us go, oh, that's what we should do because they said so. Well, it could be, you know, very much like like the pigeon and the squirrel example. Uh, well, I did a live video the other day on Facebook and I was just sharing with the audience that what everybody needs is structure for their nature. We can't all be the same. And I really like that example that you've given. And when I enrolled in a certain business program, I had spoken to several coaches, but what drew me to this particular coach is that they said, there's nothing cookie cutter about what they're going to teach me. Everything will come from my areas of expertise, my areas of strength. And then she added the statement that did it for me. She said, Joanne, we're going to make you do it. or I'm going to support you to do it your way. And there's nothing as beautiful as that, knowing that I can do it my way. I don't have to create my programs or my courses or whatever, my webinars around somebody else's style or somebody else's template. I can create my own template. I can create my own framework. I can create my own system. And my system is wonderful. It works. It yields results. And that's why sometimes in the, in the online space, or in the coaching industry, you, you look at one person and you can see all these people are following this person because the structure is exactly the same. And that's why I believe the work that you're doing is so important because people won't go riding on somebody else's wave or riding on, on somebody else's coattail and doing exactly what it is that they, this other person is doing. They will be able to leverage on their strengths. They'll be able to leverage on their unique gifts and then build a business that they're going to love as a, as a result of that. So that leads me to the question I wanted to ask you. Could you share with us a little um, about how we can get to connect with you tell us about your work we'll definitely have it on the show notes but just t- tell us a little more of how how you support your clients yeah so I work with clients one-to-one and I also have a new group program coming out um, this year which is called Amplify which is all about really the things that we've been talking about today how to um, amplify your strength, how to expand beyond your fears in order to really work with your mind to create that life and business that you desire. So that's the work that I do. And I combine strengths coaching, the deeper mindset work, as well as, you know, more conscious mindset work as well to help my clients navigate their their business journeys, really. Oh, that's excellent. And obviously, we'll have Em's links on the show notes, so you'll be able to contact her and reach out to her, you know, should you need um, her support. But 
two questions before we wind this baby up. I'd want you to talk to somebody who is thinking about leaving their corporate job and going into entrepreneurship. What piece of advice would you give to this person? In a nutshell, I'd say remember who you are. Um, It's your job to build your own self-belief. And I like to think of it as your self-belief bank account. And so the things that help you to put deposits in into that bank account, that self-belief bank account are things like knowing your strengths, remembering the successes that you've had, wherever they may have been in your life, um, and really making sure that whatever happens on the transition, on the business journey that you go on, that you hold that belief in yourself and protect it at all costs, keep building it, keep building it, because that's the way that I think you get that staying power and that dogged determination that we were talking about earlier, which is so important to see you through the the challenging times as well as the good ones. That is so beautiful. And I think for me, I'll run with the dogged determination because it speaks to me that no matter what, you know, ups and downs will come whether you're in entrepreneurship, whether you're in corporate, but that determination that you're going to make it work, you're going to be resourceful, you're going to get the help and support. And now speaking about help and support, um, I get people saying that, why do I need a coach? Why do I need support? Why do I need somebody? I can figure it out on my own. I can watch a YouTube video. I can go and buy a 20-pound course on Udemy and it's going to sort me out. And I know and you know that that's not the case. What would you say to somebody who sort of feels that they can figure it out on their own, that it's, they, should, they should be fine, they'll figure it? So I, you know, all of the business coaches that I see, um, not business coaches, sorry, people that come to me for coaching, um, business owners, uh, they have very often been sitting in their problems for a while. And when you sit in a problem, a challenge, a difficulty, self-doubt starts to creep in and seep in and when self-doubt starts to seep in you can find yourself very quickly going down in a spiral and that speaks to imposter syndrome that you were talking about you know the doubt of who am I to be doing this and maybe I should just give it all up and all of those thoughts start to come in and what you think about how you speak to yourself is so so important So what I would say is getting the right support to help you get out of your own way in a timely way is really, it it just is so worth it because you can spend so much time and and damage, if you like, um, sitting in those problems and challenges when someone else may know a really quick um, way for you to turn it around. I think the other thing is, is that getting quality support, people can help you see where you're holding yourself back, help you flip the perspective so you can just suddenly go from feeling stuck to feeling inspired, you know, and those sorts of things are very difficult to do for yourself. That is so true. I remember when I got my first coach, one thing about me is I'm very decisive and, you know, I'm very quick to make a decision and I'm very appreciative about that. But I realized that I'm not going to sit in any of my challenges. I'm not going to sit and marinate in my pain or, or discomfort. 
I do not want to live a life of regrets. I want to be able to get the support and the help that I need. And that is what has exponentially grown my business. Because if I need support around my mindset or I have some thoughts that are not really serving me, who can help me get out of that funk? If there's a part of my business that I do not understand, assuming, like, as I said, I wanted to launch the podcast. I've never done it before. I got somebody to support me launch the podcast. I strongly advocate for us getting help. We do not know it all. No man is an island. And why sit in a problem that can just like this be changed? And as we wind up, um, I want to us to talk about what does the next level on purpose mean to you? Ooh. What does the next level on purpose mean to you? I think it means to amplify you know, that's that that word is, has been coming to me for a reason. That's why I've called, decided to call my program that name, because I remember when I worked, I signed up with my um, business coach that I'm working with at the moment. I said to her, the words I used, I was reflecting on were, I'm ready now for the next level. I'm ready to amplify what I do. And I love that whole idea of being able to reach more people to have more impact to be more of myself to explore what that even is and you know so that word conjures up so much to me and you know what other people might call next level on purpose for me that's this is amplification amplify you've had it from m it's all about amplification moving it to that next dimension whatever that means for you for me, it may mean something very separate from you, but it's determining for yourself that transformation and change comes from the recognition that your success is inevitable, but you have to contribute to your own success. Thank you so much, Emma, for availing yourself for this wonderful interview. So many gems you dropped right here. And I want to thank you for the work, amazing work that you're doing. Because of you, I'm leveraging on my strengths. Because of you, I, I'm very quick in getting myself out of those negative thought patterns. And I want to say thank you to you for just the amazing work that you do. And I know for a fact that you've not scratched the surface of your calling. You still have so much to do. And the last thing. As you wind this up, M, is what would you want to say to our audience listening to us right now? Just a general patting shot. Yeah, so I think the biggest thing I want people to take away from this is that you are not broken. You are totally enough. And focus on what's right with you because that is where your limitless possibility lies so beautiful you are not broken you are totally enough and that's where your limitless potential lies when you know who you are just as you are and step out and give your value to the world you've heard from m o'brien we cannot wait to have her on the podcast again thank you m for your time we appreciate you say with me goodbye to the audience all right on the count of three Goodbye. Goodbye. It's been 
great having you all. And until next time, look out for the next episode of The Next Level on Purpose Podcast with Joanne Maturi. It's always a pleasure to have you. And on, for this particular one, we will leave you and love you. Have a wonderful time. Bye.